Hello and welcome to That Film Studio. I'm Jason. And I'm Luke. We are here with another movie review and in this episode we're looking at Aladdin. This is the latest live action adaption from Walt Disney Pictures and this time they're bringing us Aladdin from 1992. This Disney remake retains all the musical and fantasy elements from the 92 animated movie which is itself also based on the Middle Eastern folktale from 1001 Nights. Aladdin is in cinemas now. If you haven't watched Aladdin yet but you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Directed by Guy Ritchie, Aladdin stars Will Smith, Mina Massoud and Naomi Scott. Luke, you have the plot. In the desert kingdom of Agrabah, we follow Aladdin, played by Mina Massoud, a street urchin street rat, as he falls in love with Princess Jasmine, played by Naomi Scott, aka the Pink Ranger. <laughs> Befriends a wish-granting genie, played by Will Smith, and battles the conspiring Jafar, played by Mawan Kanzari. As Jafar, growing tired of being second best, plots to overthrow the Sultan, played by Navid Nigavan, Aladdin uses his wishes to become Prince Ali of Ababwa. Yes. <laughs> Prince Ali of Ababwa and win over the heart of the princess. I think all considering I did fairly well then. <laughs> Lots of names. Lots of tricky names. Tricky names. Ababwa? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's made up anyway, so forgive me for getting wrong. <laughs> we're in an we're in an era now where Disney live action remakes of their animated classics. It's just a thing, it's what we're getting. So this, of course, is from the 92 movie. Do you like it? Are you a fan? Always been a favourite of mine of the Disney movies. Aladdin and Peter Pan. They're two that I always gravitate towards. And this movie, for the most part, is that original. That The original movie they put out, a trilogy. Mm-hmm. I a mean, TV dir- series. Direct, to, direct to home release, sort of sequels. Oh, I thought... Did nah, not... Return of Jafar oh, and right. the King of Thieves or whatever. Return of Jafar got a theatrical release, didn't nah, it? Oh, I mean, it might have played in some theatre, but maybe, essentially director. Maybe video. it was from a time then that the, it wasn't that common. So, I mean, I watched a lot of movies on VHS back then anyway, so I wouldn't have been none the wise if it didn't get a theatrical release. Yeah, you just release. thought, oh, here's the sequel, I watched but that years then. from then, like, you know, when I was in college and you get Little Mermaid 2, Bambi 2, Cinderella 2, 3, all of them, they felt more like just quick home release sequels, where I always took Return Jafar. You know, the third one, I know Robin Williams didn't come back for Jafar. No, it was but he Dan Castellanetar Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. <laughs> but Williams did come back for the third one. Did he? Yes. Are you sure they weren't theatrical? Are you sure he came back for the third? Yes. Mm. Robin Williams, He there was some sort of disagreement over that first movie. He didn't come back for the second, but he did come back for the third. And oh, then did not know. maybe yeah. it was Homer Simpson in the TV series. It definitely was. Or someone. Maybe it was him. <laughs> if I'm wrong, honest to God, but I've always believed that Robin Williams did come back for that third movie. Well, this is... That 92 movie is my second favourite Disney animated movie. The second Lion King, Aladdin, Hunchback Notre Dame. Um, yeah, this is essentially this like, the movie on screen. But what I want to point out is that like a lot of the criticism has come at this movie, like the concept of it being a live action version of a movie that already exists. But I mean, you can take it as you know, if you go to see the the live musical or or something like that, it's just a different version, a different. Um, format media of of the of the thing and i think you can appreciate it for its different landscape so i like it i like it the the look the tone the costumes and set design i reckon 
pretty big. A lot of it does look quite clean. So like there's no sort of grit and it's almost a fantastical sort of world. It's not like, it's not real, but it sort of works because this is just a magical escape sort of thing, which is, is weird because it doesn't look realistic, but that's okay. It sort of folds into that world of like Bollywood and just bright, that's what I was gonna say. bright colorful, yes. almost like a stage play. Live action, it does resemble Bollywood and it is clean and it works. Yeah, like a like a live action stage play on the big screen with special effects. It's it's a very unique sort of blending of sort of bringing this like what they've used to bring this animated movie to life in live action. Lots of elements from different things. You know, at no point did I think I was watching a Guy Ritchie movie. There's like there's like maybe two moments where like there's slowed down action, but even then it's like that's that. not really Guy Ritchie. I mean, he used that in. King Arthur, Legend mm. of the Sword, great movie. But he didn't really... I don't know about... Even the moment... Yeah. I haven't said that. Even the moments where they do that in this movie, they're literally shots from the animated movie where they slow down that footage that's as well. Right. So maybe that's not even a fair point from me. Um, this obviously being a modern adaption, they have... I noticed they did tweak a few things for like maybe political, racial sort of correctness in a way. Like, there's... Song lyrics have been changed. There's a little less skin. There's a few cleavage shots, but like less skin. On I am on the so far of. removed from that original movie, mm. but I was tempted to have a rewatch. But I wanted to go into this movie fresh. But because of that, I've not really picked up on many changes. I'm sure you're going to list them, but I just watched it as a movie. I did. It, it did feel as though there'd been changes. Like I think, yeah. like mainly to Jasmine as a character. Like, she's definitely, from what I remember, she's got a lot more to do here than she had in that movie. Oh, she has her own song. Like, let's let's talk about some of the songs. So, that it's, I mean, with this movie, it's difficult because it's like, you could say, well, what are the songs like? Well, you know what? They're the same song. A Whole New World. Everybody knows that song. They're the same song. So, it's like, the ones that are being repeated or updated, you know, some tweaks to it. I mean, obviously, there's new performances backing them, but... They're the same songs. They're written by um, Alan Menken, um, Howard Ashmore, and Tim Rice. The score by Alan Menken, like, is there. It's fantastic. It's still working, but it's like, you know, it's the score from the animated movie, so it, it is the same. Um, but we do get, you know, like, these new actors, Will Smith, performing a lot of the songs. What did you think of, not so much the character, but just the songs himself performing them? I feel like this is a big question. I know you say not, you <laughs> saying just, just sticking with the songs. I think for this movie to work, uh, you needed somebody like Will Smith. Yeah. You needed... I've always said, or I've said for a long time, that Will Smith is one of the last movie stars. He is... When he goes places, he's still a big deal. For me, when he turns up in a movie, he's still a big deal. He's a presence, isn't he? He he is. And I think you need that person for Genie. But with the songs, he... He can do it all. Like, you know, he can sing, he can rap, he's, he's got the moves. And I think he he nailed the songs. I know, I mean, he's Will Smith. He's going to put his spin on it. So he did. And, and he does. And that's, you know, but it worked. As much as I was saying they're the same songs, when you get the actual performances of them, though, you get something different from, especially the Will Smiths or the Genie songs. You do get something slightly different you get that Will Smith flavor bit of hip hop in Disney which I don't recall being anywhere in Disney it's like watching this with 
with him as Genie straight away watching the movie at the thought this is why you get Will Smith yeah you know sometimes you'll have an actor in a movie playing a role and it's like although they may be good in it they're not doing that thing that they're really good at yet it seems like the best of Will Smith is in this movie mm. all the things that he's done that we like him for over the years he's doing all of it in this film I like the majority of, of the songs I thought that were performed well they're all catchy I mean I love the songs anyway but the, act, the actors that, that are performing them all, the vocal tracks, which may or may not be some other actor, they're all working. And, and the songs, and then the scenes, that either they're you know, bringing those scenes from the 92 animated movie to life, or they're doing some other tweaky things, or they're putting short pauses. Whatever they were doing on screen, it was working. Every time a song actually came on, and I know you're not a big fan of musicals, but I was like, I'm having a hell of a good time, which... You know, I was worried the movie opens and there's that ship and I'm like, why is there a ship? Why are we here? What's happening? Where's, yeah, the, where's the merchant in the marketplace telling our little story? I just want to speak to what you mentioned there, though. Not being a fan of musicals. Mm. Hate them. <laughs> I absolutely hate them. And the first song we get in this... Oh, no, the first song you're about to talk to that is... Uh, the Arabian Nights. Yes, that's yes. what it starts with. But for me, the first big song, it was Aladdin. And the One Jump. And I was yeah, and, and for the first time in this movie, I thought, oh shit, I'm in for oh. a very uncomfortable ride here. <laughs> Be- purely because of the songs. Just because it was a song, right? I think the actor playing Aladdin is great, but it, it was it was the song. But then I went with it. When we're on the magic carpet, Prince Ali, Jasmine, a whole new world. It just felt, I'm going to say, magical. Oh, almost glassy-eyed as a 35-year-old male. <laughs> I was watching it and it's sort of like... it. That scene in particular, it, was, it did take me back to that original as a kid watching it. When you see Will Smith as Genie, you're very much seeing Will Smith as Genie. So yeah. you can't quite go with it, although I enjoyed that. But, but Aladdin that and particular scene, I mean, yeah. that is just an absolute classic. And just, it's all of it. It's them two characters, it's the song, it's just the concept of a magic carpet I've always loved. Mm. And it just... They pulled it off brilliantly. It's like one of the key scenes from that original movie. And I'll, I'll size it a little bit. Like I've seen the the live like Broadway musical thing. And the first half of that show was fantastic. All the stuff in the cave with the genie, Prince Ali song. Like, incredible. And then there's an intermission. Then you get the second half. And it kicks off with the magic carpet. And it's the so it's so underwhelming oh, and really? disappointing yeah. that I was concerned. I was like, you know, it's such a big moment of the movie. Going into this one, I was like... That seemed better deliver, and it did. The magic carpet is just—you said it, magical. Best part of the movie. <laughs> like, they absolutely <laughs> oh, world, like. nailed it. But it's—it's it's the casting as well. Like Aladdin and Jasmine, like they are really working, connecting for me in this movie. And yeah, that that scene is phenomenal. Princess Jasmine actually gets a song because in in the original, a whole new world is her only song, and it's a it's a two piece. You know, it's it's two. Of she them. shares it, but she gets a new song. It's called Speechless. To me, I like the song. I don't think it worked as... like It didn't fit amongst the other songs as like a set of, of songs, if that makes sense. But it, it worked in this movie. It worked for a character, what her character was doing. And as a song, as a standalone, it, it's fine. It was in the realm of like the Frozen songs, you know, like poppy... Princess song. Princess yeah, song. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's what it is. I think For any, the kids, they'll love it. Any new song... <laughs> He's going to stick out. Exactly. You are so familiar with that original film and those songs 
really do work. It's like when the Lion King they released like the it was like an extended version and there was like the morning report song from Zazu and it was just like what the hell is this? But now it's like ah oh, it's pretty catchy. You get used to it and it fits in. But again, good um good performance from Naomi Scott. Uh, let's go through the character. Let's actually break down Genie then more so moving away from the songs. So Will Smith, yes. Um, obviously replacing that iconic Robin Williams um, performance, I guess, which most people would say is irreplaceable. And and I'd, I'd say that as well. And that's why with the casting, the talent, they've gone big mm. with Will Smith. And I think that's what you needed to do. Like when Will, what Will Smith is doing in this movie is not, he's not doing Robin Williams. He's, I mean, what the genie character is, is just a big, large character with just so much happening. And Will Smith is bringing that. He's just going big, going crazy, but he's not doing Robin Williams, which like I, I think is earlier, perfect. It's fun. Everything we know of Will Smith, what we've seen in mm. other roles, is doing that here it works. in a good way. And for someone to say that it's not Robin Williams, therefore it's not good, is it's not a fair point. And then you could say again, like with the say the live musical, you know that genie on stage there is not Robin Williams. It's not that character. It's just a big loud fun character and that's why that works and that's what we're sort of getting here as well it's yeah i said to you before that you know i was chatting to somebody and i'd not seen aladdin at that point the new one and they were saying that oh there's a new aladdin out but it's not as good as as the original and i'm like well okay so you, you didn't like the new one then and their response was oh no i've not seen it the original's just better and it's that's, like, that's you know, a silly I know if you look at history, like the history of cinema, <laughs> often the original of is course, better. Yeah. But there's some exceptions, but I think they're doing enough different here. Just buying it live action isn't, for me, different enough. You can't just say, once it was a cartoon, now we've cast people. But they are doing enough different things but in here. But even to say, even to watch this movie and say, it's not as good as that original, that's a completely fair, valid point. If you'd seen both. <laughs> yeah, if you've seen both. You need to have seen both. But this can still be... An amazing, fantastical movie. I mean, that original is so good and so high. I mean, to me anyway, it's such a high regard in such high regards. I don't know what I'm saying. That yeah, to say this isn't as good as that, that's fine. You know, I it's still good. I went with kids to to see this movie. There was my daughter and three nieces and and their parents. And my daughter started years ago to watch the original Aladdin. The cave at the beginning spooked her hmm. so she never went back to it but years later and she'd always had that memory so but she watched this movie really enjoyed it she's got a jasmine toy from this movie she has the naomi scott jasmine and it's just that i thing want to know where, scott jasmine <laughs> just that thing where he's you know every movie is somebody's first you know whether you come to a movie in the you know 70s 80s 90s whatever but for my daughter this is now aladdin hmm so you don't have to worry about her comparing it. Is it better or worse than that's the other That's what's interesting, one? right? Like, and that's why they're doing this. It's, it's the modern audience. It's for a new age. It's a new generation. Kids today are watching these live-action Lion King, Aladdin, Dumbo movies. And having those glassy-eyed moments like you're having as a 30-plus-year-old. Five. Yeah. <laughs> five. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was a great moment. She loved it as well. And, you know... Yeah, it, the movie worked for the kids. The, yeah. the kids liked it. What they what they've done with Will Smith, like they've got that bookend thing with him being the narrator, and you know, with that '92 movie, they had that marketplace merchant who started telling that story, voiced by Robin Williams. But that was said to be him, but not. 
That's supposed to be. It's, it's supposed never to be been confirmed there. as Genie. I think it has been has confirmed it? as like, yeah, it was, and the intention was to have that character bookend the animated movie as right, well. Okay. For some reason, it didn't work, or they didn't bring it back. You know, in this one, so you're opening with Genie as a human, two kids, and a wife, and they're on the boat. Did you recognise the wife when we first introduced to the maid? No. I completely missed. Do that you with did Genie you before. see her on screen? You do, yeah. You do actually see. You her. actually see her at the beginning, but I guess I didn't really. I thought it was just her voice, like no, I'm behind sure the door in the cabin. I'm pretty sure you see her, oh. but then it's not supposed to be memorable. I don't think so. When you see the maid, you're not supposed to think, "Ha!" Huh, so there she is. So therefore, Genie does become human, and <laughs> I don't even see the movie. <laughs> I know, I know what not, happens. At no point was I like, well, not until you see the two characters and they start dating yeah. and that's really good and then you know Genie's been really bad with the lines and he's like ah oh, that kid's rubbing up on me well that's actually something new and interesting is that Dahlia character plays by uh, Nassim Petrad it, it is a love interest for for Genie and is she is great like she is so good at this the bit where she keeps closing the door like, and the comedy timing with her and Jasmine and Jasmine's not saying anything but the actress she's I think Saturday Night Live she's done oh, a few she really? things yeah she's so she's got a comedic background she's you've just reminded me uh, Saturday Night Live whether it was like a year ago or more recent or even for a lot longer ago she played Jasmine she in a did. sketch yes I forgot until you just mentioned that then that, I'm glad that wasn't my trivia. That almost was, but it wasn't. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> See, it's, I'm liking that relationship. And this, again, it's giving Jasmine more to do. She's now, she's got a friend. She's someone got, that Who's she not can... a tiger, you know? Because like, there's not much she can really do with the tiger in this film. In a cartoon, you can, the, the tiger can have more expression. And Although, stuff you know, they do use Raja very well. Well, they do. I like the use but, of the tiger. Like a tiger. That print at first, I'm like, so did he just rip his arm off or is it just his sleeve? And then later you see he's got two arms still. So good. It's all good. The Raja did not mean that <laughs> print. <laughs> um, let's talk about Aladdin. Like, we, we talked about the genie, but I think it had to be done. Um, but Mina Masad, Aladdin. I don't know him from anything else. No. I just know him in this movie and I think he is perfect. It works really he well. He is Aladdin. And I think it helps not knowing him from anything yes, else. Yeah. I, I mentioned jokingly in the opening that, look, we've got the Pink Ranger as Princess Jasmine, but that's the only other thing I know her from. Oh, I've I've, I've, I've had a thing for her since. And I know she's... Terra Nova. <laughs> oh, is she in that? She was in that, yeah, that series. And she's since been cast as a Charlie's Angel or one of his angels. I know she's going to I will be, be watching Charlie's Angels. <laughs> but I, she came with a little bit of baggage for me, but obviously Princess Jasmine is a very different character mm. to the Pink Ranger. But with Aladdin, like only knowing him from this, I thought he just captured the character perfectly. You know, he seemed to have the moves, the songs, the voice. I was missing the purple waist jacket, but he did. <laughs> he did look the part. Yeah, I wanted to know because in cartoon, for some reason, he doesn't have nipples. Does he not? It's it's a weird animated animation design. I, I mean, surely that's reason enough for me to go back and watch it <laughs> <laughs> just to investigate. Um, but yeah, no, his performance really worked and I was worried he was going to just be overshadowed by the genie and sort of everything else magical happening around him. But no, he really stands out and he works. And... He anchors the movie because like, he is the title character and he really... He's great in the role. And there's a lot of fun stuff that's happening with him and you know what he's doing and, and his quirkiness and his awkwardness and... The thing with the jams, the, jams. the ongoing joke with the jams, they did not push that too far. Like <laughs> sometimes they can, and yeah. even the last time they did it, I was like, 
Y- yeah, no, nah, that's still funny. It's and still not working. just Aladdin. This extends to other actors in this movie as well. But there was a lot of good face acting going on. Genie, Dahlia. Yeah, but like, Aladdin's Even doing the freaking a monkey. lot of it. Because like, <laughs> in, this, in the scenes where he's not confident about what he's saying, but he's saying it anyway. Yeah. He's just absolutely nailing the characters. Just characters in the moment, yeah, just not knowing how to express themselves and then reacting also to other characters doing the same thing. It's just like... Well, we've seen it in the trailer, you know, at the dance and Genie, you know, he blows and Aladdin goes backwards towards Jasmine. So I'd seen that play out many times in the trailer, but it still works so good in the movie and it was a great scene. Contextually, yeah. Yeah, it's really working. The songs every now and then took me out of the movie because I'm not a musical guy. And then but I was recognizing there's like there's stretches of the movie where there's there's no songs which I quite liked. Yeah, they but then there's songs again. But you can't have this movie without songs. But, oh, but for the, me saying the that set I don't, pieces with the songs though, like in the Cattle Wonders, but with me saying the parade, it's a it's hating crazy. musicals, but still watching and getting enjoyment out of this movie. That's something. It's a big deal. Yeah, Abu. Voiced by Frank Welker. So back from the original movie. Is that right? So Frank Welker, he does Abu. Raja, um, and the Cave of Wonders as well. Raja? He's roaring, is he? He's making animal noises. Wow. Yeah. Could and the not, Cave of Wonders. Could they not get a tiger to do a roar? I mean, I'm glad he's back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he's still Keep getting worse. Keep it consistent. Keep it consistent. But, but you know, like... Abu, when he's getting transformed into the different animals, the camel, or the donkey, the I, camel, so the elephant, I'm like, oh, poor Abu. And the effects of him, like, it really just worked, like... I bought it. It's like, yeah, it's a monkey. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Okay, let's talk. Um, my second wife. Um, if it comes to it, uh, Princess Jasmine Naomi Scott. I just like love her in this movie. Like the the character completely well. works. Now, what what they did with the character in the original movie? Her main story point was the marriage law. She had to find a suitor. That was the law, the Agrabah law. She needed to be married. That's still the case in this movie. She does need to find a suitor. She does need to be married and she has to marry a prince. But then there's an added layer, which I liked. They they gave her a motivation to actually... She was like, I actually want to be sultan. Because usually she has to find a prince so that prince could then become sultan at some point. She was like, why can't I just do it? I want to lead. I want to lead the people. I think that added more to her character, kept it contemporary, kept it modern... But also, didn't change her character. To dis- it didn't distance her from that original character. It kept it the, her core the same. She still, she wanted change. She wanted something different, something better for herself and the people. But it was, yeah. There's just another layer of it, which I think. And I great. think it really added to cementing the relationship between Jasmine and Aladdin because there's a lot of mistrust, and he's pretending to be someone else because he thinks that's who he needs to be to impress her. Although it was him, Aladdin, that she was falling for to begin with but adding what you just said about being the sultan I think it's definitely a defining moment between the characters where he's so genuine when he says I think it should be you yeah and that's something you didn't get in the original and I think that's it goes a strong it goes such a long way for her because you can see that she can see through people easily and then as soon as she sees through that person she walks off she's out of there she's like, no. but she stays and there's something there and just him just saying that and her recognising that he's being Truthful. I think that was a really good moment. When the in the animated movie, you know, like when they do eventually decide, like, oh, you know, like we could we, we'll get married, blah blah blah, and then it's proposed to him, oh well, yeah, you'll make a, a fine sultan at some point, and he's like, I don't want to be sultan. 
I don't want to be like... But in this one, they don't have to play on that at all because it's all about Jasmine and her... But, of course, the law dictates that she can't be Sultan and it's it's great when you do come to the end of it and you... The Sultan said, change it. I know, but, like, her dad, the Sultan, <laughs> not as fat as I'd like, but... <laughs> I mean, he doesn't look like a ball at all. I mean, it's quite intimidating. <laughs> but, uh, but he's, like, saying that, you know, if you want to marry him and he's not royalty, as Sultan... You can change that. So you can become Sultan and change it. And I'd be like, so, Dad, you could have changed it at this any moment. Time. Like, I had to wait to go through all of this. Ah, but yeah. <laughs> but it but, it still works, though. Like, I mean, he, could the one that makes he, could, the he could change it then and there at that point in the he movie. Once point. his character had changed. At any it, point. But you're right. Again, his character did have to change. But he, he still says to her, when you become Sultan, you can change. <laughs> Just change it now. But I guess it's, it's putting more power in her hands exactly if she's the one that changes however many years and of that's, flaws and that's why you know like they give her that song and the, the powerful meaning behind the song of her like she's like no I'm not just going to sit here and you know let things play out I'm going to speak up and actually make change and say no this shouldn't happen and this yeah put an end to it ah, it's just like they just did really good stuff with her um, but you, you mentioned the Sultan Naveen Negaban yeah like Kind of intimidating. Kind it's of quite like, intense, isn't it? Especially when he's possessed by Jafar's staff. And he's going all, you know, like, <laughs> out to business. Like on in the, the cartoon, he's like, he's a bumbling like, little old little guy. And it's just like, yeah, he's fun. He's likeable. And this one, it's like, he looks like a really scary, you know. He does look more intense. Father-in-law that you Especially with the orange eyes. Now, Jafar. Marwan Kenzari. I'd heard a lot of bad things about this performance. And the trailer did nothing for me. The... The presence that you get from that stick thin Jafar in the animated movies. It's, it's something just, I different. love that design. And they've you know, visually they've gone for something different, but he's still he's dressed like Jafar, he's got the staff, he's got the parrot. But I d I don't know, like, he, he is the weak link and I was hoping it wasn't gonna be the case because it's all I heard going into this movie and I was hoping people were wrong and that unfortunately yeah. I do agree. He is the weakest part of this movie. The performance is so like just like it's just a weak delivery and I don't know I mean it's a different you know like with that with that original Jafar it's like you love to hate him yeah. you're like oh yeah like he's an evil guy with this one it's like I hate this Jafar but I think it's just because I genuinely hate him I just don't like him and I it's think, like I hate to hate him yeah he's like he, he's him. more sniveling and he's like feels entitled uh, yeah. and he's like mm, where Jafar was like I'm going to plot I'm going to get this because I want it. It's more like I want I want to be Sultan. Where this this one in this movie is like, I deserve to be Sultan just because I'm gonna take it. And it's like it's just not as I like that he's he's worked his way up, that like he started where Aladdin is at the beginning of this movie and he's worked his way up. But I just think whether it's the performance or the writing, but all do the characters feel like they belong in a big budget movie. And he just felt a little bit too TV for me. like Almost like he could be Jafar in that Once Upon a Time. That's where it fits, but I don't know this actor. I mean, Jafar as a character is pretty one-dimensional. And the and it works for that 2D animated movie. He is a great villain. And I know Return Jafar, you love it. <laughs> but he is a really good character in those original films. But in this movie, he just doesn't present 
for me a big enough threat that I know he becomes like the most powerful sorcerer and I mean that all yeah and that all works we've seen that before so we know how that's going to play out and he gets trapped in his own lamp which still works yeah but I think yeah I didn't fear him I don't know like it wasn't this big imposing I think honestly Jafar is one of the best Disney animated villains <laughs> yeah and then we're just not getting that that's here. not on screen um, Iago voiced by Alan Tudyk Perfect. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Yeah, that's what can you say? He's he's experienced. Let's talk. You've already sort of touched on the ending there, where Jafar does become the all-powerful genie and all that. There's a few differences though. You know, the animated movie, you know, becomes that big serpent if you remember. And I was thinking again, going back to that um, that live musical Broadway thing. There's none of that. It's literally Jafar and Aladdin standing in a room, and then. He becomes a genie and then he just gets trapped in a lamp. There's no serpent. There's no big hourglass with Jasmine. Instead, they switch it out and they turn Iago into a big bird, which isn't in the in the thing. But I think they they lent on that for a, a carpet chase at the end of the movie instead of giant serpent Jafar, which I think worked. I do like it. Yeah. I, do, I do like that change. And... I've already seen enough of Jafar. <laughs> Isn't that right? Do you know yeah. what I mean? I think if we were really enjoying Jafar, mm. we'd be disappointed by this change. Because it's like, even though yeah, like it I'd still rather... plays out as a good scene, but it's like, oh, I want to spend more time with Jafar and now... But I think we're more accepting yeah, of this you know, change. It's, you'd rather have... I'd rather have more time with Aladdin and Jasmine on a carpet chase, you know, like doing something... Is Jasmine on that carpet at that time? I don't know. I can't remember. But Aladdin on the carpet... Um, okay, yeah. Two weeks ago for you, yesterday for me. <laughs> um, Aladdin has just returned is from Jasmine the other side of the world. Of... So I think it's... Maybe she is, maybe she isn't. Oh, I can't remember. No, I anyway. think she's still with the Sultan. She might be, yeah. It might just be Aladdin and Abu on the carpet, possibly. Either way, it was a... Stay with us, guys. <laughs> we're professionals. <laughs> we know what we're doing. <laughs> Either way, it was a fun, fun scene. Um, and I think you still get that big moment with Jafar becoming the genie. So I think they probably went, eh, one CGI m- monster is enough. And it is a good moment when you see Will Smith, genie, recognise that Aladdin actually has a plan. He's thinking this through. There's mm. a little nod and smile. And then the payoff where Jafar is trapped. But until the the chains or the, the gauntlet's got on him, he doesn't yet realise he's like, I don't know, that... that that's probably my favourite Jafar, that it, moment. It's funny because it's like, you know, like we are watching the same thing sort of unfold. We know how the movie is going to end. But I was still in that moment. And then as Aladdin sort of being his sneaky, you know, sort of just playing with him and my manipulation, like, oh, I'm going to fool you because I'm a sneaky street rat. It was still unfolding and I was still in the moment, still excited and still like, Oh yeah, like is he gonna stop him? You know, like I was just caught up in it, even though I knew exactly what and was that's happening. It. And sometimes it's, it's the journey, not the destination. So yeah. you're just enjoying the ride. But then, if they would have changed it too much, because you, you're coming from a place of this original from 1992. I love this movie. Now they're making it live action. And then if they just did it different for the sake of being different, it's like why even do it all? Yeah. So they made some minor changes, but you know, added things to certain characters or made some choices, but nothing that changes any character too dramatically and nothing that changes the story enough to throw it off course or make any sort of dramatic change. There's a wedding at the end. So there's no wedding in the original. They just get engaged and they don't get married until maybe the third movie, I think. Maybe, I think, yeah. Early on when we were talking, I did actually fact check. 
Robin Williams did come back for that third movie. Very good, where they get married. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, there's a party, there's a Friend Like Me song again, but this time with DJ Khaled. <sighs> All right. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, he's actually... <laughs> the song, you know how... He oh, like, yes, they actually... DJ Khaled! You know, he says themselves. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's... So that's in this movie. Okay. I missed that part. <laughs> just hearing it out loud sounds pretty crazy. But then again, you do see Genie is always used modern things in his exactly. Magic. He's bringing like yeah, in his magic, in his in his magic, he's in his movie? magic, in his movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like Genie is always using like, oh. bringing modern things to the I time you were period. Talking, using magic. I thought you were talking more of Will Smith bringing like no, his own flavors. Genie, but Genie is a character. That's his whole thing, isn't that's it? Like he'll is. start like he'll use like a typewriter or. <laughs> He'll, I don't know why he's that as an example. Maybe <laughs> he hasn't. <laughs> but he does bring modern things. Like, isn't there a scene in one of the movies or TV series where Genie's wearing like a goofy hat? And he'll do yeah, like exactly, things yeah. like that. So he'll reference doing, things. Well, yeah, Ron Williams doing impressions of, you know, modern actors and stuff from the exactly. real world. Exactly. Yeah. So, so maybe DJ Khaled is, is sound. You know, can I just say that Jason is sat beside me and at no point have I mentioned the fact that he's wearing Genie's face on his T-shirt. I've been wearing this. Well played. <laughs> kind of like made this on my pajama shirt at some point. <laughs> he's been wearing it for two weeks. <laughs> nah, I just. Kept and it's it the side. Robin Williams version. He's not oh, sat here with Will Smith's face on his chest. Oh, wouldn't that be <laughs> disturbing? Um, but that wedding, the wedding party, that again ties into the um, the Bollywood type style of this film. I mean, probably haven't mentioned it enough, but like it's sort of weaved in and out, and then most Bollywood <laughs> movies will end with just this crazy dance feature, and here we have it. Just to kick off the movie, not to, to, just to end the movie is this big Bollywood type scene, and it, yeah, it's just it feels like a, a natural ending. It really does. Like it's just the party, it's a celebration. It's all good fun, and that's all this movie is. Let's give our rating. I think we're there. We are there. Um, okay, this is an interesting one. Now, even though for the most part there was a lot of enjoyment that I did have in this movie, it's still a musical for the. I did enjoy a lot of the songs, but they did beat me down a little bit. I've got to give an extra 0.5 at least for A Whole New World because that that <laughs> scene, even though it is a musical scene, it took me to another place. It <laughs> took really, me to a whole new world. A whole new world. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I did like the performances in it, but then when they weren't singing, I did enjoy the movie more and singing is a big part of these films or, or this or Aladdin I'm going to come in probably a little bit lower than you, but not ridiculous. I'm going to come in at a 3.5. And it, with a better Jafar, it would have been higher. I'm not giving it... I'm giving it a 3, but 0.5 to be taken <laughs> Just because to a whole you, new world. you had a moment. But Will Smith did work for me for the most part in this. I think I enjoyed him more as Genie when he was human. When he looked human, should I say. Like when he just looked like Will Smith with a top knot. I was more okay with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you know what? The, the Blue Genie, it worked for me, actually. It, the, it, it works, but that's when I'm reminded that it's not Robin Williams. When it's just yeah. Genie looking like Will Smith, I went with it a lot more. That's what you get with the stage show. It's a bloke <laughs> playing it. the Genie. He's not this big blue guy. It's a 3.5. I did enjoy it. The kids that I talk, you know, they really did enjoy it, probably more than me. Like They really got into it. I did like the little nod to the original Aladdin when it was like a scroll or something and the artwork oh, was yes, Robin yeah. Williams' genie and Aladdin and the carpet. And, and the Sultan looked like cartoon Sultan. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. 
it it is a fun movie. And three point five. Oh, shocked. <laughs> but are you really shocked? <laughs> Pleasantly, no. After watching the movie, I was like, "You must enjoy it." So, and I did have enjoyment. There was. I was going in thinking, "Yeah, this might not. Uh, you know, it might not deliver. It might not." And there is that that feel where you could say, "Well, you might as well just go watch the original '92 movie." But I got to say, after finishing watching this and you going home and. I was like, you know what, I kind of want to watch this again, like, sometime soon. I really enjoyed it. Uh, there's nothing more I can add to what you've sort of said, um, except the mu- the songs worked for me. I love the songs. Even that new one, like, oh, it's pretty catchy. And uh, more screen time for Naomi Scott. I'm all there. I will stop <laughs> with that. Um, I'm going to give this one, and purely because the Jafar thing brings it down a point, it's a 4 out of 5 for me, which i got to say, I did not think I was going to be giving... This movie a four out of five before watching this movie. So with me giving it three point five and really a three and then again the extra point or extra point five, I would have been closer to where you are if I'd enjoyed the music and the story. Right, and I'm more equally, for that. Like, whereas I'm... I'm more uneven. I'm more. I'm more to the leaning towards the talky bits than the singy bits. Whereas you know, like uh, Beauty and the Beast, the live action one, there was some like the the ballroom scene, you know, the Beauty and the Beast song. It was a poor delivery from Emma Thompson and really brought this, that scene, which is a key moment of the movie, and overall brought the movie down because of that. But the songs here, like the performances, are really good. And We've what been, they do yeah. with them, what they do with them, like the sets, the, you know, basically the music videos, they're fantastic. With Beauty and the Beast, did they bring back the original composer and songwriters yeah, from the anime? Yeah. Oh, so they did that as well. Because yeah. I was thinking maybe that's why... It's just why... the performances. They're just not like, as which good. Which is going to make or, or break a scene. But I think just having the original people back with Aladdin, it's not somebody else doing Aladdin. It's like they've got the originals back. they got Mencken, Tim Rice, all of that. And if you're going to have someone add to it, why not the people that started it in the first place? Damn straight. Now, I've got a tiny, tiny bit of trivia. Is it that Naomi Scott once played the Pink Ranger? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I thought for a second it was. (laughs) I will watch all of her things going forward. Um, We mentioned that Aladdin doesn't wear his signature purple vest. He does wear a shirt in this movie. Um, It was an active choice to be a little bit more conservative and say, well, why would he? Well, number one... Living in the desert, he would probably get pneumonia at some point. Right, in the middle okay, of the night. yeah. yeah. I mean, it's also a sensible choice. Sunburn during the day, pneumonia at night. Um, so they did give him a shirt, that's why. Um, now, this is more for the original film, the voice actor for Aladdin, Scott Weinger, Weinger. He would get shirtless during his performance. He says, <laughs> I really got into it while I was recording. I'd have to take off my watch and my shirt... And I'd be going, Genie! This and that. <laughs> I'd get really wild, he says. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. All right. That's it. Oh, is that your trivia? <laughs> Do you want more? I don't know. I think my favourite part of the trivia was your delivery of Genie. <laughs> Genie! Yeah. It was better the first time. Uh, I was in the moment. I felt like I was there without my watch, without my shirt. 
still wearing my shirt. That's it for our review of Aladdin. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast. We are on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Film's Due Podcast. And we also have our sister shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. Be sure to also check out our new website, thatfilmsyoupodcast.com. If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent review of Brightburn. Sounds Like Comics have a recent episode looking at Men in Black from 97. And Rewind and Review went back to 2000 for X-Men. On that note, coming soon from That Film Stew, reviews of X-Men, Dark Phoenix, and Men in Black International. Podcast synergy. There it is. I mean, this doesn't happen by accident. (laughs) A tiny bit of planning. You've been listening to Jason and Luke and the guys from that film studio. See you soon. It's been like two weeks since I watched this movie, I think. It's pretty fresh for me. Da 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 da. Sorry. <laughs> da 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 da.